Welcome to Main Menu for the week of March 13 through March 19, 2015. I'm your host, David Tanner, and glad to be back with you this week on Main Menu. I want to give a special thanks to Larry Turnbull, ACB's Managing Director, and thank him for sitting in and hosting for me here on Main Menu last week while I attended the Technology and Persons with Disabilities Conference at California State University Last weekend, San Diego, California, we had a great conference. There was a lot of interesting new developments, a lot of interesting sessions to attend, and new information to find out, and a lot of new technologies to look at in the exhibit hall. And we're going to be bringing you a few interviews from the conference this week and probably for a couple or so weeks to come. And so you'll want to be tuned for those and listen and see what all new is going on in the technology field for blind and disabled persons and we're going to be happy to bring those to you here on main menu well this week on main menu we're going to start out with an interview with the folks from hymns incorporated they had a couple or so new things to introduce to us and we had a very interesting interview with them and learned all about some new products that they are coming out with and You'll be interested in hearing about those, too. And then, still HEMS-related, David Woodbridge, Main Menu staff member, is going to give us a very nice demonstration of the HEMS Blaze Easy, and he's going to show us all the major features in the device and show us how to use it. And then we have another interview with American Thermoform, and they are going to be telling us all about what they were showing at the convention and some of the new products that they have and that's what we have this week on main menu we hope you have a great week we hope to see you back here again next week you have a great week and we'll see you soon If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. I am very pleased to have with me today on Main Menu Mr. Michael Jones from Hymns Inc. And Michael is a technical support person for Hymns. And... We're glad to have you with us today, Mike, on uh, Main Menu to talk about all the new products and so forth, going to what's going on at Hems. We are at the 2015 CSUN Technology and Persons with Disabilities Conference in San Diego. And welcome. 
Well, thank you very much. And uh, it's gorgeous weather out here. For those of you who can't be here, Nate wrote that in a little bit, but it's beautiful weather. Um, so yeah, so we are here, of course, along with all of our friends out here at CSUN, and we have a couple of uh, new products that we're showing out here. Uh, we, we announced them at ATIA, but we brought them, of course, to CSUN. One of them is called the Smart Beetle. It is our new 14-cell Braille display. It's going to allow you to have up to six simultaneous connections. Kind of the, That's where the beetle sort of comes from. Since the beetle has six legs, and we can do six connections at once. We can have five Bluetooth and one USB. And the really kind of cool thing is you can switch between those connections on the go. So you don't ever have to drop one, go pair with something else, or even open up your list and you know, say, okay, I want to go use that one now. You just switch on the fly. That's when I was playing with a couple of people. We had their, each one of their iPhones. We had it connected and we could jump back and forth between them. So it was kind of fun to stop controlling one and go grab the other one. So anyway, so you can do that. One of the other neat things that you can do with the um, with the Smart Beetle is we have a keyboard emulator, a Bluetooth keyboard emulator. And what that can allow you to do is, for example, if you're using a scooter that does not allow grade 2 braille input through the keyboard emulator, you can actually do your grade 2 input. The translation work is being done on the Smart Beetle and then so the screen reader doesn't really even know that you're doing anything different. So that's that's part of the software. It does not do what the Braille Edge does in that it does not have note-taking capabilities. It, you can't load things up onto an SD card and you can't read them on the device. It is a, a, a note, it is a display and not a note-taker. So that's the Smart Beetle. The other new product that we have out here this year is the Blaze ET. Many of you know, of course, about the Blaze EZ, which was the first one of these these products to come out, and that had a um, it was very simplified. There were buttons to let you get into music and listen to radio or play books and, and to do the the uh, character recognition kind of stuff. The Blaze ET now has as a keyboard to all of that, so you can do all those same things, but now it's done in a different way. You're going to be able to do some interesting things with it because you can with that keypad you can do sort of data entry using the T9 method if you remember that from the, the old days before we got all these touch screens. Oh yeah. So um, so we can we can do data entry for example there's a memo area that you can actually sort of type a menu a, a memo menu. You can actually type a sort of type a menu ah, I did it again a memo into the Blaze ET and it will save it for you. You're also going to be able to purchase a dictionary similar to what you might buy for your iPhone, where you can, if you're reading through a book of some sort and you find a word that you would like to go find out what, what does that word mean, you're going to be able to move to that word and go to the dictionary, and it will, Blaze will then tell you that word means this. It's going to be able to do some other kind of fun things, like I said, mostly because it, it has a keypad, so for data kind of entry, um, you know, the, you can you can do that plays entry on the on, on the base EZ, but it's a little bit tougher because you're just using arrow keys. You got to move back and forth. You got to select each letter. So now we got the keypad. So that's the other new product that's here. It also has the 12 gigabyte onboard storage. Um, it's going to be able to play the same content and whatnot that the Blaze EZ does. So all of that. So there, it's going to do OCR 
um, and in fact already does. So we're getting uh, we're getting some kind of fun things coming out this year. Sounds like it. Yeah. So both of those should be ready in the second quarter is what we've been told. So it shouldn't be too much longer now. Um, so the 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 ET added um, then the keypad and uh, the note the notepad was that an addition with the ET. Uh, well, it's actually called Memo. Memo, yeah. yeah. So you're going to be able to, to enter your memos, uh, memos, you know, your information that you want to, to say. And it puts you, and you get in there, and it puts you into an edit field, and then you can enter what it is you want to, uh, you know, say I'm talking to Dave Tanner, so I might put David Tanner in there, and then put his phone number in there, or something like that. Okay. And it saves it. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, so then, that that feature will also be in the the other uh, Blaze Easy. I don't or, think so, okay. because again, to, to enter that. So yeah, it would be yeah, it would, it be, would really be a long difficult. process. Yeah, yeah so I don't be. think they're that they're going to give that to the Blaze Easy. Okay. okay. So you're going to be able to get some kind of maybe you might say a little more advanced things sure. on the ET uh, on the ET than you do on okay. the. Um, the other products that, that I should mention, um, and I have to sort of think about these things because being totally blind, I, it's not my in my in the front of my head, I guess you might say. Is um, we have a new handheld magnifier. It's called the Candy Five HD Two. Many of you remember the Candy Grip, and then the and then the Candy Five that came out. So now we have the Candy Five HD, and so we made some changes to it. So it has a new face to it, a uh, better display, and a better camera. It still has the handle on it in the three positions with the cheese button on the handle. And um, so it is It is now becoming available and has taken the place of the Candy 5 HD. So Candy 5 HD 2, we also are still selling, uh, it actually came out last year, but there's our eBot product, which is our reading and distance uh, viewing magnifier where you have the camera on its stand with a with a kind of a I could say a, a kind of a plate underneath it that you would lay your your paper on so in the near reading view mode you can read that page if you have the there's three flavors of the eBot there's the eBot the eBot Advanced and the eBot Pro the eBot Pro which is the top of the line of them has a motorized camera so you can actually control all of this from moving back and forth up and down up, you know, and, and change your contrast and your color and all that, you can you can control that either from a remote control or if you're connected wirelessly to an iPad, you can use the touch gestures to move the camera around. And then when you are in a classroom, say, and you want to watch what the teacher's doing, you've had a chance to read your paper, and now you need to go watch what the teacher's doing on the board or uh, maybe they're conducting an experiment in the front of the room, you switch to distance mode. And again, you can control that camera from where you are, so you don't have to be sitting on top of this thing. You can be anywhere you want. And so now you're kind of moving around with the camera, and you uh, can watch what the teacher's doing. And they, they, they may say, well, let's reference section six on your, on your paper here. So you come back to your reading mode, take a look at that real quick, and then you can go back to look at the teacher. So the e is here, and can tell you that schools and students are really liking that device. I was going to say, it's been pretty popular, it seems. Uh, yes. A lot of yes. interest, and uh, I know we've had uh, a lot of people that we work with that have 
have decided on the eBot for college and so forth. Yes, yeah, because yeah. It, it is portable. The eBot Pro with the motorized camera and all that weighs seven pounds and it goes in a really nice bag and you can turn that bag into either a shoulder bag or a, or a backpack and you throw it on your back and off you go to your next class, you set it up and you're, you're ready to go, you're ready to get any handouts they might give you in college and you're ready to watch the professor do his PowerPoint up there in the front. And I've noticed that now mostly the ones that I've worked with with people have been the eBot uh, advanced, right? But uh, which is only like five and something just pounds. Just a little over five pounds, yeah. Just over five pounds, and you know that most people, you know, they talk. You're talking about going to college and carrying this across campus, and they're like, "That's no big deal," you know? Yeah. yeah. And the the and what's really cool is um, they're choosing to use uh, like the iPad for for a monitor, and there's pocket right on the side of the carrying case that iPad fits exactly. perfectly. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's become very popular with... Yeah, and the, and the diff- the, there's a few differences between the two. So we have, like I said, there are three models. The eBot, I'll start with the, with the eBot Pro. So the eBot Pro has the motorized camera, and it actually has a second camera. And what that's used for is the eBot Pro and eBot Advance can both do OCR. For you, so for example, if your eyes get tired and you need need the device to read you, they can do it. So the eBot Advance and the eBot Pro both can do a screenshot sort of OCR. So whatever they can see, they will read out to you. Okay. Now the eBot Pro, on the other hand, has a second OCR camera, and that's all it does. And so you get into that mode, and then it snaps a picture of the whole page and reads that to you. So that's what the eBot Pro can do, plus its motor. On the eBot Advance, you do have the ability to do OCR, like I said, and have the near view of the distance camera, but you are the motor. Your hand has to reach right. up, and you are the motor. This You become the motor, so um, kind of one of the things you think about is where you want to be in relation to your technology. If you would rather that it sits kind of in the front of the room and you're in the, off to the side or in the back with your group of friends or with your group of, um, <coughs> excuse me, your group of your work group, for example, in a class, they might have assigned you to a work group. So now you can be in that work group with your iPad. The eBot is the, the eBot Pro is over there on the on the desk in the front of the room, so that you can see, you know, what you need to read. You can switch to that, and then if you need to, you can see what's on the board to get the assignments or fill in a formula that the teacher's written on the board or whatever it happens to be. Um, and you're controlling all that from your iPad over on the side of the room somewhere. Yeah, that's really pretty neat. Now the eBot Advance, you can do all that too, but you, the eBot Advance would have to be with you. Right. So those two, both you OCR, and then... Well, you can still control it with the uh, iPad, I believe. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can do some things. You can do the magnification right, right. and that kind of thing from the, from the iPad. Right. You can change your contrast. You can even initiate the OCR from the iPad. So you, you do have control with that. So you don't. It's not like you constantly have to be touching this thing right, right. all the time. Um, it's just you have you have more functionality with the with the Pro because Pro, you can actually sure. switch from distance, near view, and and OCR. You can move the camera, all those kind of things. And um, so the the other those two devices also have a remote each. The eBot Pro one has a joystick on it that you can control that camera with. So instead of having an XY table like you used to have to with CCTVs and things, 
now the XY table is kind of the camera, if you think about it in that way. So instead of the, the table moving, the camera is moving. So those two, the eBot Pro and the eBot Advance, both have a, a, a remote control, and that's one of the differentiations between it and then the eBot, which is the, the base model, which if you just need to be able to read things and occasionally you want to be able to do some distance viewing, the eBot itself might be perfect for you. It does not do OCR, it does not have remote control. So it really depends on your needs. So we have we have the product to fit fit that need, whatever it happens to be. If you um, the other the other big reason to get an eBot Pro is if you have some motor issues <coughs> where moving the camera might be an issue for you. Um, changing the lens to, from the near view to the distance view might be an issue for you. And the eBot Pro is for you because you can do all that from a remote control with fairly good sized buttons on it. Um, and you can adjust the sensitivity for the joystick um, and so you can control those things. So, you know, you don't really need to move your hands very much to, to make the eBot do its thing. So we, we can fill whatever needs you might have there. Sounds good. So, um, I know that uh, there have been some upgrades and so forth with the uh, Braille Sense. What's going on with the Braille Sense right. these days? The Braille Sense, uh, we did some work on the NEMA support and in the media player a little bit. And the, the big thing that we released this, we released it in January. The latest firmware, the other big thing that we did with it is we gave Bookshare back to our users, our little application that we have that uh, lets you get in directly and do searches and or look at categories and that kind of thing and then download it onto the book. It's back now. It, it kind of broke at, in about October of last year. And uh, it's it's back now working just fine. We, of course, still do have Dropbox and YouTube and all those kind of things on the Braille since YouTube. Uh, so all that's still there. And um, so that's where it is. We just... Um, did some work on the book sense, even um, just released it in February, so I guess that hasn't been all that long ago. Time just kind of flying by here. And uh, so we gave it, um, did some, trying to do some a lot of work around the SD cards to make that um, interface a little bit better so that the book sense standard would, would pack them a little bit better. <coughs> um, and a few things of that nature, so that it just got an update. We, uh, just before CSUN, released our first new version on the Blaze EZ. Um, the big thing there is that uh, you now can play NLS books. Uh, the library is working on getting the Blaze into their list of supported devices. So they have that in their hands right now and are, are working on that. They've let me know that that's coming along. So that shouldn't be too much longer. And so you're going to be able to authorize your players now, and you're going to be able to read your books on the Blaze. The, um, in the very near future, we hope it won't be too long, is the search and download of books is going to happen directly on the Blaze for the National Library, just like it does on your iPhone or um, possibly on other devices. So you're going to be able to just go and grab your book on your own. Right now, you already can download from Bookshare directly to the Blaze. So with that wireless internet that it has, you can do that. You can also now, we give you, we of course had the web radio before, but we also now have given you a searchable database. And um, I know you're probably gonna ask me where that database comes from, and I have to be honest, I don't 100% know, so I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to say it out here because I don't for sure know where it comes from. I think I was sold once, but I have, it's gone out of my brain. So I'm sorry. Uh, Is that going to be available on the book sense also or just on the XT, on the Blaze? Only on the Blaze because the XT or the book senses don't have Wi-Fi, so they, they don't have any way to get out oh, to okay. everything. Okay, right. So that's what we've been up to. Okay. And the that the new book since uh, update is out now. It is out. Yep. Okay. All right. And that included. Uh, I know the, the the memo taker, and I believe didn't that have. A yeah, and it had some stopwatch and uh, yeah, it had, we had a few things for it, and yeah. I think you're right on those. And it also made it so you could um, jump from one sort of mode. To another mode without having to hit the mode button. So right, can, right. So you can now jump right in to play a, a music thing. or Yeah, you can be that. using the radio and jump to the music player. Without having to hit the mode button to get there. Right, I think and that included, like, I think you could even be, could have been reading a Daisy book and and hold down the key to get to the music player and go play and can go and play music or yes. push the button and jump and then play the radio. Yep. Which is pretty neat. Yeah. And they added some more presets for the radio. Uh, quite a few more presets. Yeah, we got like 20 more. 20, yeah. 20, yeah. So now it's 20 plus. Right. So you can add your all your favorite radio stations now. We used to be limited to six. So. So you've done a lot, lots of new things going on. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the uh, keeping us busy for sure. Well. We got to do something to keep you out of mischief, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> so, what better way than more Blaze product, more, 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 more Blaze, more and software, more, and more yeah. software, and more e-bots, and exactly. keep it, keep it coming. It's looking encouraging, and uh, let me give you some some basic price information. So, sure. on the e-bots that we were talking about, you start with the e-bot itself, and you it is twenty six ninety five, two thousand six hundred ninety five. The eBot Advance is uh, $29.95, and the eBot Pro is $38.95. The Blaze EZ is $6.95, and we think that the Blaze ET is going to be $7.95. That's the price that we've been given. So it's going to be $100 more. The Smart Beetle is going to be $12.95. Okay. And then uh, on the on the handhelds, do you know about what those are going to be? What the, that's going to be going for? The Candy 5 HD, I believe, is going to be 695. 695. Okay. Right. So I have I have this just sort of mental block being totally blind. I I, I just don't yeah. remember them as well as I should. <laughs> I understand. Okay. So the Candy 5 HD 2 is really neat. It uh, it feels really neat, even if I can't use it. I, I still yeah. like the way it feels. Yes. Um, they, they changed the buttons. The size of the buttons are bigger now, so a lot of people that um, had trouble maybe seeing the other buttons before, mm-hmm. are, they are bigger. Uh, there's actually less, I think there are less of them, and they've moved them. No, actually, no, I think that they are the same number of buttons, but what they did is they sort of separated them. They put two on one side and two on the other side. Okay. <coughs> it still has that mirror view that the Candy 5 and the Candy Grip had. So those of you that need it to be able to do your makeup in the morning or you want to make sure your tie's on straight or whatever the case may be, you can still do that. Or maybe you just want to have a look at yourself. Like, wow, I didn't know I looked that bad. <laughs> so so don't um, look at yourself in the morning. Wait till later in the day. Right. Wait till later after you've had time to shave and yeah. freshen up a little bit there. So, there. Uh, 
anyway, so that uh, that that's kind of the, what we did on it. And it, uh, like I said, even though I can't really use it, I still like the, the feel of it. I uh, yeah, just just being able to sort of touch it. I like oh, this, I liked what they did here. So. Uh-huh. Okay, and then uh, the you say the Beetle will be out in a couple of months. That that's what uh, yeah they're talking second quarter. Second so they want to have it. Okay. I think we want to have it for sure by the summer show. So I'm keeping yeah. my fingers crossed that it will be along okay. and uh, be ready to rock and roll. Maybe a little bit before then even. So sounds good. Along with the Blaze ET, so it should be a good summer. Now, have there been any more recent updates on the uh, Edge? We updated the Edge in November of last year, I want to say, yeah. Right around the middle to the end yeah. of November last year. So we improved the search capability a little bit. Uh, we did some language work. Um, I'm sure it's not all 100% yet, but uh, they are still working on these things. One of the things that they, that they have told us they want to do is they want to add the UEB support to the Braille Edge. It's not there right now. Do they have it on Braille Sense yet? Braille Sense has had UEB since 2011. Okay. So it's been there for quite a while. All you have to do is switch to the UEB table. Okay. And, uh, but it is not on the edge yet. It is not on the edge yet. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the update. I really appreciate it. And get all the information on the new things that are out. And Absolutely. And if you have any questions, of course, our website is www. Hims, H-I-M-S-I-N-C.com. All right, and what about a phone number? The main number is 512-837-2000. Pick number one for sales or number two for support. Um, there is an 800 number, but I, it's actually an 888 number, but I can't remember what it is because I'm so used to doing the 512 number. Right. Um, but it's right there on the website. Okay. Actually... If you don't mind a short delay, I will, I will, I will give you the number because I think I have it here on my car. Okay. Ooh, I lied. I don't have it on my car. Okay. Well, so that's I, okay. So the main number in Austin is five one two eight three seven two thousand. All right. And thanks again for giving us the interview and giving us a chance to learn about all the new things from Hims. Absolutely. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Welcome to this brief overview of the Blaze EZ, and that's B-L-A-Z-E, and new word stroke abbreviation, capital E, capital Z. In this demo, I was going to keep saying the Blaze rather than the Blaze EZ or EZ. And in this demo, I'm going to give you a physical description of the Blaze itself. I will then do a quick run through of most of the functions of the Blaze. And then finally, to finish it off, of course, we'll do the OCR with the premium accessory pack, of course, using the L stand to do OCR with the remote. Let me just go through a physical description of the Blaze itself. On the top face, towards the top, you have a left and right grille, which are the stereo speakers. And then in the middle, you have a recessed square button, and that is your power on-off button. If you then come down just below the left stereo grill, you will find a raised round button with a hole in the middle, and that's your record button. And below that, you have three raised square buttons labeled in braille, and they are M for media, R for radio, and B for book. Below those three buttons, you have a cursor cross with left, right, up, and down, and in the middle, you have a recessed select round button. And then below that cursor cross, you have three buttons on the bottom face of the blaze itself. 
the two on either side are square and the one in the middle is a little round button. The left hand square button is your counts button. The right hand square button, which is also labeled in Braille O, is your OCR or optical character recognition button. And the little round button in the middle is called your explore button. And if I flip the blaze over, on the top middle you have a little square indented window and that's the camera. And then below that you have the back plate which covers up the battery which you can pull back and slot off the blaze to take out or insert the battery. And by the way when you get the blaze you actually have to insert the battery because it's not in the unit when you get the device. So turning it back over again, if we look at the top edge you've got a little hole on the top edge and then the top back and that's where you can thread through the lanyard that comes with the blaze to put it around your wrist. On the left hand edge down towards the bottom you have the SD slot and on the right hand edge coming down from the top you have a thumb wheel to adjust the volume. Below that you have a button that's called the voice button and it actually changes how that thumb wheel changes different options not just volume but also such things as your speech rate. And then below that you have a slide switch which if I flick it down actually locks the keyboard and if I flick it back towards the top it unlocks the keyboard. And then below that down towards the bottom right hand edge you'll find a little pinhole and that's the reset button so you can reset the unit if you wish. And then if we come to the bottom edge of the blaze going from left to right you have a 3.5mm headphone jack, a micro USB port in the middle and of course that's to connect the blaze to charge it to power, connect to a Windows computer or a Mac computer. Remembering for the Mac, look in the documentation and you'll need to download an Android application so the Mac can talk to the blaze. And also where you can plug in a USB gender adapter, so you can plug in a USB stick or indeed a CD-ROM drive to access data or music of a CD-ROM drive. And on the right hand side you've got another 3.5mm port and that's for a stereo microphone or line in. So that's a quick whip around of the physical description of the blaze itself. Now when it's actually off you can actually press that power button to get the time and date. So I'm going to press that now once. 10.37am, Friday December 19th, 2014. Okay so it takes a little while between you pressing the button and the time and date happening. That's because it actually has to wake up and be able to give you the time and date. And then of course to turn it on I'm actually going to hold down that power button for two seconds. Holding it in now. One, two and now releasing. Now when you start this up from scratch, i.e. putting the battery in, you'll actually hear it say scanning disk. When you turn the blaze on like this, you're actually at the main menu of the device and left and right arrows will of course take you backwards and forwards through the menu and the first item on that menu you just heard, which was the date and time. And of course you can press select to change your current time, date and regional settings on the time and date option in the menu. So if I press the right arrow key now. 84% charged using battery. 84% charged using battery. Right arrow again. Blaze Easy version 1.0 free space 11.34 gigabytes. And it gives me the version number of the Blaze and how much space I've got free. And of course if I press the select button I would go in there to find more information about the firmware etc. Pressing right arrow again. Guide voice settings. This is the guide voice settings to adjust the voice rate and also the character of the voice. So let me just go into that quickly. I'm just going to press select. Guide voice speed 5. Okay, guide voice speed 5 and I press right arrow. 
Guide voice speed six. Press left arrow. Guide voice speed five. And adjust the rate of the voice. Let me press down arrow. Guide voice pitch five. Guide voice volume twelve. Voice female. And I'll just show you what the other voice sounds like, which is the male voice. Pressing right arrow. Voice male. Okay, that's the male voice. Pressing left arrow. Voice female. And back to female. And of course, to come out of a submenu, I just press the cancel key, which is that bottom left hand key on the front face. Guide voice settings. Going back to guide voice settings, pressing right arrow. Record settings. This is the record settings to adjust the different types of recording settings. Pressing select. Recording quality, standard quality. Okay, you can change the type of quality of the recording down. Record method settings, microphone. Record method, microphone. I press right arrow. Headset microphone. Okay, headset microphone. Line in. Line in. Microphone. And I'm back to microphone. I could press left out to go back the other way as well if I wanted to. Pressing down. Microphone sensitivity four. Microphone sensitivity. Record alert settings beep. Record alert settings beep. So if I press right arrow. Message. And I want the alert for recording when it starts the recording and stop. I want it to be a message. I'm just going to press select. Recording settings completed. Record settings. Okay, and I'm now back to the main menu. If I press right arrow. Bluetooth on not connected. Okay, I've currently got Bluetooth turned on. And I've used this quite successfully with my Bluetooth Beats Studio headphones, my Jambox speakers, and so on. So it comes in quite handy to be able to use Bluetooth. Keep in mind, you're going to get both speech and the audio, i.e. music, etc., going out to the Bluetooth speaker. So pressing right again. Wireless LAN on connected to iPhone. Okay, wireless LAN, I'm currently connected to iPhone. And in there, as you can with the Bluetooth, you can turn Wi-Fi on and off, and you can search for wireless hotspots and connect to them. The same with the Bluetooth, I can search for Bluetooth devices and connect to those as well. When you're connecting to a Wi-Fi network that requires password, you basically get a list of lowercase, uppercase numbers and symbol rows. So for example, lowercase, you press left and right arrow key to go across A, B, C, D, and press select on the character that you want to input in. If you want to do a capital letter, you come down to the next row with a down arrow key to get to uppercase letters. And again, you've got A to Z, left and right arrow to the actual letter you want, and press select to select it. If you want to delete a character, you press the record button. That was the round button towards the top left-hand side of the unit. And if you want to read back what you've inputted in so far, you press that the explore button, the little round button in the middle, down the bottom. And then when you put in your password, you hold down the select key, and that will initiate the connection to the Wi-Fi network that you're logging into. Okay, so we'll stop the main menu, pressing right to go from Wi-Fi to the next option. Online Daisy. Online Daisy. And I won't bother going this at the moment, because at the moment, Online Daisy only supports, I believe, the CNIB Online Daisy service. Hopefully, they'll have other services as this unit becomes more developed. Pressing right arrow. Web Radio. This is Web Radio. And when you first get the unit and you're online, when you press select on Web Radio or the next option, which is Podcasts, you'll get a preset list of web radio stations or podcasts that you can listen to. And of course, you can also add your own web radio or podcast. So let me just quickly play a web radio to you. I'm going to press select on web radio. Creating channel list. Channel list creation complete. 181. FM, Mellow Gold 78 of 138. Just remember to use the online Daisy web radio podcast or update firmware in the blaze you'll need to be online with a Wi-Fi network. And of course, in the web radio, as with the podcast, you can press left and right arrow keys to get to the station that you want to listen to. And when you want to do it, you just press the select key like I'm about to do right now. Right out of here, without a single word. 
okay, and if I want to start playing, I just press the key. Let me press the cancel key, bottom left, to go back to the playlist. 181 FM Super 70 79 of 138. Okay, pressing cancel again, let's go back to the main menu. Web radio. Okay, back to web radio, pressing right arrow. Podcasts. There's podcasts, the same deal, press select, and you'll get a preset number of podcasts to listen to. Left and right arrow keys to go between them. Press select to start downloading, and then you can listen to one offline. Pressing right again. Utilities. Utilities. Let's quickly have a look at utilities. Pressing select. Manual scan disk. Manual scan disk. So manually rescan the disk. Pressing down arrow. Upgrade. Upgrade. Of course, you need to be online to upgrade the firmware. Pressing down again. Initialize options. Initialize options, i.e. reset the blaze back to factory defaults. Pressing down arrow again. Manual scan disk. Okay, and I'm wrapped around back to the top menu, which is the manually scan disk. And of course, I could have pressed left. I had to go back up the menu if I wanted to as well. When you get to the option you want, of course, you just press select to select that option. So bottom left hand side again, pressing cancel. Utilities. Pressing right arrow. Options. Options, pressing select on options. Language, US. So language is currently US. If I press right arrow. UK. I've got UK. So if I press select on UK. Option saved. Options. Okay. I've actually got the UK female voice running now. And if I quickly go back to guide voice. Utilities. Podcasts. Web radio. Online daisy. Wirelessly Bluetooth on not can record settings. Guide voice settings. Okay, press select on guide voice. And of course I was just pressing guide after I go back through. Guide voice pitch five. To get to voice. Guide voice volume twelve. Voice female. Okay, let's try the male UK voice. Pressing right arrow. Voice male. Okay. Pressing up arrow to hear him again. Guide voice volume twelve. Pressing down arrow. Voice male. It's actually quite a distinct voice, that one. I quite like it. Pressing left arrow. Voice female. And back to voice female. So let's quickly go back to the options. So pressing cancel button ten, bottom left hand side. Voice settings. Now this time, I'm actually going to cycle back around the menu the other way just by pressing the left arrow because the options is actually the last option on the menu. So pressing left arrow. Blazzy's version 1.82% charge, 1052 options. And there's options, pressing select. Language, UK. So language is currently now UK. Book voice English. Book voice English. Okay, pressing cancel. Bottom left hand side. Pressing right arrow, of course. And we come back to the date and Friday, time the on the main December, menu. Okay, let's press the media button. That's the one labeled sample in M. Sound one. This is sample sound one. Okay, if I press right arrow, comes the next sample music, which is actually water. And of course, if I adjust the volume, That's the top level. Turn it down. You can hear a click out of the actual system when I'm doing the volume thumb wheel on the side, top right hand side. And it clicks when you adjust it by one unit, either up or down. And of course, to stop the music playing, I'm just going to press the media key again itself, loud with an M. And that stops the media playing. And of course, to come back out of an application such as media, radio, or book, just press the cancel button. 10.55 a.m. Friday the 19th of December 2014. And then you press R for radio, which is the middle key labelled in R for radio. Yeah, and of course I can press volume up. And could be turned it up quite loud, pressing it down. Okay, and of course to stop the radio, you can press the R key. 
to stop the radio playing. And of course, with the radio, you can do a complete channel scan for all stations. You can also set presets and so on. And I should also say that you can use the record button to record the radio station as well. Okay, pressing the cancel button, come right there. 10.59 a.m. Friday the 19th of December 2014. Let's press the right hand button of those group of three. Remember we've got M for media, R for radio, now this is B for book. Pressing that now. Blazy Z, user manual open. Blazy Z, user manual. English manual for software version 1.0. Let's turn down a little bit. June. 2014. When there are any manual updates, the read files or appendices will be added to the manual CD website. Just press the B button. And it stops the book from playing. And of course you have your normal DAISY functions. Up and down to change your reading mode from level 1, level 2, level 3, sentence, etc. And of course your left and right arrows then move you through the DAISY book or document by that particular option. Remembering besides DAISY text and DAISY audio, the base will also do such things as docx files, rtf files, html files and epub files. Now let me just show you what that voice button does on the side and that was the button below the volume wheel. If I just press that now. Text to speech rate 5. Text to speech rate. Text to speech pitch 5. Text to speech pitch. Text to speech volume 13. And back to volume. So let me go and select text pitch. Text to speech rate 5. Text-to-speech pitch 5. Okay, and now if I actually adjust that wheel at the top, push it up. Pitch 6. Pitch 7. Well, let's just quickly just go to the top. Pitch, pitch 15. Okay, and now I'm going to start the book playing again by pressing the B key. Pressing B again to stop. I think I've changed the pitch. Let me just bring it down a little bit. Text-to-speech rate 5. Text-to-speech pitch 14. Pitch 15. Pitch 14. I'm just doing units down now. Pitch 13. Pitch 12. Pitch 11. Pitch 10. Pitch 9. Pitch 8. Pitch 7. Pitch 6. Pitch 5. Okay, let's try pitch 5. Now pressing B again. Facts. Okay, pressing B to stop. Okay, and coming out of the book, I'm just going to press the bottom of 10 South Council button. 11. 3M, Friday the 19th of December 2014. Okay, let's try the record button, and that was the top left hand button below the stereo speaker grill, the round raise button with the dot in the middle. I'm just going to press the record button now. Now what it's doing is playing a previous recording. Okay, it's actually quite soft actually. So let me press the record button again now I'm in the recordings. And to start recording, I'm actually going to hold the record button in for two seconds. One, two. Start recording. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush, never to be seen again. And now if I press select, which is the middle of the cursor across. Record complete. Okay, the recording's complete. So now if I want to check that recording I just did, I press the explore button down the bottom middle, little round one. Explorer open. 2014 December 17th, 22, MP3 2 slash 3. You're pressing up here because that's in the middle, number 2, that's where I was before. 2014 December the 19th, 11, 0444. MP3 1 slash 3. Okay, that's the one that I want. So I'm just going to press select on it to play it. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush, never to be seen again. And of course, if I wanted to delete 
a book or a recording or a media file. And if I just hold down the cancel button for two seconds. Delete. Yes. Okay, delete. Yes. I can just press select or I can press cancel button to not delete. So I'm just going to press select to delete. Delete completed. Okay, and to come out of radio as with the media, and let me just press the record button again to stop the next one playing. If I want to come out of recording, I can just press the cancel button and come back to the main home menu. 11, 8 a.m. Friday the 19th of December. Let me quickly show you what happens when you plug in a USB stick. So I've got one here on the USB agenda adapter, little USB stick with some daisy books on it. Plugging that cable into the micro USB port down the bottom. USB memory stick inserted. Scanning disk. Scan complete. Now I can even check for either media files or for daisy books. I haven't enough. In fact, I've got three daisy books on this particular USB stick. So I press B for books. Blaze EZ user manual open. Congratulations on the purchase yeah, of your Blaze EZ. I'm going to stop that book playing. I'm going to come down to the explore button down the bottom middle. Press it now. Explorer open. Blaze EZ user manual 2 slash 6. Okay, Blaze user manual 2 of 6. If I press up arrow. Abhorsen by Garthnick. One slash six. Okay, that's a daisy book on the USB stick. It just puts all the books together wherever it's on the USB stick or in the internal flash. So that was a Abhorsen by Garthnick's coming down arrow. Blaze EZ, user manual two slash six. Okay, that's on the flash, but for anybody in general, you really don't have to worry about it. It's just there. Pressing down again. That's Lyriel by Garthnick's. That's on the USB stick. Pressing down again. Sabriel. again on the USB stick. Documents 5 slash 6. This is the documents folder down again. Text 6 slash 6. And text 6 slash 6, that's alter on the flash as well. And of course, the player book off the memory stick, I'm just going to press select on one of them, so pressing up arrow to get back. Documents 5. Sabriel by Garth Nix. Okay, let's choose Sabriel by Garth Nix, pressing select. Sabriel open. Sabriel. Okay, and of course, turning the volume up with the thumb wheel. It lasts 10 hours, 30 minutes. Here is a brief description of the book. Sabriel is the daughter of the Major Abhorsen. Ever since she was a tiny child, she has okay, lived of course, to stop the, the book playing, pressing B again to stop the book. So if I cancel out of books altogether, we're pressing cancel. 11.11 a.m. Friday the 19th of December 2014. Okay, and I take the USB cable out. USB memory stick removed. It's now removed. Scanning disk. It's rescanning the disk. Scanning complete. So now if I press B for books again. Blazy Z, user manual open. Okay, it's going back into the book again that I was reading before I started listening to Sabriel because I was taking out. Pressing B again to stop. Pressing explore. Explore open. Blazy Z, user manual one slash three. Okay, now I've only got three items there because I've taken the USB stick out and it's no longer in the complete bookshelf anymore. Okay, so that was just to show you what happens when you stick in a USB stick or, of course, a SD card or indeed a CD-ROM drive as well. So pressing cancel to come cancel. back to the main menu. And finally, let me get to optical character recognition. And with this Blaze EZ, I actually got the premium accessories kit, which includes the LOCR stand, which you need to put together. It comes in three parts and it's not too hard to put together. A cradle that you can actually pop the Blaze into for charging and also to sending out audio to attached speakers and also a little slot on the back of the cradle where you can lay down flat a second battery which comes with the kit as well and another really cool thing that comes with the kit of course is the remote control that is a cable with two buttons on it for 
scanning or cancel when you're using the blaze on the top part of the cradle for doing scanning makes it very handy rather than having to reach up to the top of the blaze all the time to do ACR and I'll do that in a minute. And finally it also comes with a spare AC adapter charger as well. Okay, so I've already got my stand set up. I'm just going to grab the remote control. Let me pop the cable from the remote into the bottom of the blaze. Okay, now I should say to you that when you get this out of the box for the remote, it's actually got a USB cable and the little remote with the two buttons on it and the cable's not attached. So what you need to do is basically attach one end of the USB cable to the little two button remote and of course the other end goes into the blaze. So I'm going to pop the blaze on top of the LOCR stand and I've already got a document laying on the table underneath the stand and basically on the remote you've got a OCR button which is the button furthest away from me as I'm holding the remote and closest to me is the counter button on the remote. So I'm going to press the OCR button now on the remote. Take a picture. Okay, so take a picture, that means me pressing the button once. Now press the button again to actually take the picture and do the OCR process. OCR analysis. OCR analysis completed. Now it's going to read out automatically. Service is available for anyone with questions about low vision, blindness and related issues. The Vision Information Line offers access to information about services for people with low vision pensions and government concessions, recreation, travel concessions, eye condition, safety, and care of the so eye. Can press the cancel button to stop it. And if I press take cancel again, it says take a picture. So just press the cancel key again. 11:21 a.m. Friday, the 19th of December, 2014. As with the other options for recording, media, radio, and braille pressing the cancel button at this time on the remote takes me back to the main menu. So let me just grab the blaze off the cradle and I'll just take the remote cable out. So of course you actually don't have to use that stand if you don't want to. You can actually hold the camera over a document and then you take the picture using the bottom right hand key of course which is the O for OCR button labeled in braille. But let me just press that button now as we're just sitting here at the front screen. Take a picture. Okay, so that's where we were before when we were using the stand. And if I press the O for OCR button again now, it will do exactly like the button did on the remote and take the picture and start reading it to us. But if I press the down arrow key. Flash on. Okay, we've got flash on. Of course, if I press right arrow. Flash off. Flash off, back to the left. Flash on. Flash off and on. And depending on what option I wanted, I could just press select to select it. Pressing down arrow. Result. This is the result. Pressing down arrow again. Open captured file. Open captured file. Open an external file. Open external file. Options. Options. Take a picture. I'm about to take a picture. Pressing cancel again. 11.24am, Friday the 19th of December 2014. And of course I'm back to the home menu. And of course to turn the unit off I just press the power button. Top middle. One, two, release. And the unit's now off. One function I didn't show during this quick recording was the sleep mode. If you're playing media, the radio, or a book, if you hold down the select key for two seconds, you'll actually go into the sleep mode function where you can set it from three minutes, I believe, up to 180 minutes. And of course, when the sleep timer expires, it will power down the unit for you as well. So that completes this quick demonstration of the Blaze EZ. Hope you enjoyed listening, and as usual, thanks for listening, and bye for now.
Okay, I'm with Robert Chiquist at the American Thermal Forum booth here at CSUN 2015. And thank you, Robert, for agreeing to come on Main Menu and tell us a little bit about what's the latest at American Thermal Forum. Well, thank you. American Thermal Forum uh, still sells our famous flagship Thermoform machine. Our newest product is the MakerBot 3D printer. We, we sell those. And the 3D printer will take a spool of plastic filament that looks like big, thick fishing line. The filament is melted and extruded through a hot head, and you can make uh, 3D objects. You could make a model, for instance, of Abraham Lincoln's face. You could make models of buildings. Uh, you could make educational models for use in school. Or if you want to make game pieces for World of Warcraft, you can do that too. Uh, any kind of a plastic shape you could possibly think of, this machine can make. Now, are these when you when you make a model of, like, let's say you said a, a, a piece a, a piece of something for a game or something like that? Is that going to be hollow inside? It or, can be, yes. Or it is can it going to be? It can be. Oh, it can be either way. Okay, that you was. You do basically. There's a way to set the a software to make a solid object if you okay. want to do that. Okay. Okay. So then. You can make a, something up to about what size? Uh, six by eight by ten inches. Okay. Okay. Now, in my particular case, we're demoing a machine. I have a file that's been pre-made, and I've loaded it on an SD card. And the SD card is inserted in the machine, and I just push a button on the machine, and it started running. Okay. Uh, it is not currently possible for a blind person to design an object okay. are not very easy, mm -hmm. and so sighted help has to be used right. to do the design, mm -hmm. and some files are not set up in the proper format, so sometimes sighted intervention is needed to use this, and this is mainly marketed toward teachers and transcribers and people who are producing materials. Right, right. So could this, though, could it be used like, let's say on a college campus for a map of the campus or something. Or you the, could. <clears throat> where maybe you, you each make, building was You a, could make little models of buildings and stick right, them on something. Right. Uh, you would probably want to use something like uh, swell form paper okay. to make a map. And that, of course, as most of the readers will know, listeners, will know is a process. You print on this special paper with a printer. You run mm -hmm. it through a machine and it comes out the back with a raised image. With a raised image, right. And mm -hmm. we sell the swell form system. Okay. We are also handling the Cosmo e-brailer. This is a new quiet brailer. Yeah, I've seen that and it's pretty awesome. Yes, it is very good. If Amazingly are, quiet. If, if you are in a classroom and you can have this brailer running and you all have people saying, I wish the blind guy would get his brailing gut. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it's quiet. Been there. Definitely <laughs> uh, all. Uh, we do also have here at the show a Braylo 300, which is a 300 character per second Braylo embosser. Oh. Uh, that, of course, is for large production. Type. Yeah, I was going to say that's a little faster than I can write on my uh, slate. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, uh, or on my Perkins Braylo. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's a small unit. It's, of course, capable. We have large machines that are capable of making whole Braille magazines. Sure, sure. Okay, uh, the something like the, uh, the 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 3D printer. 
What's it going to cost a person? Uh, $28.95. $28.95. For one this size. Now, there is also a big model okay. for $64.95. That's $6,400. You're right. $99. Right. And it will make models 12 inches by 12 inches by 18 inches high. Oh, okay. Okay. And this one for height is what you About said? About six inches. About six inches. Okay. Which will do a lot of... Yeah, for a lot of things, that would be plenty. Yes. Sure, sure. Okay. And then uh, the um, the swell paper? Yes. What, what's, what's the cost oh, of the It's like 1300 for the machine. Okay. The swell paper is uh, around the dollar a page. goes okay. up to dollar sixty a page for the really big 11 by 17 inch okay. sheets. Okay, okay. All right. And... Uh, the Cosmo Brailler is 2400 2400 I was thinking it was somewhere in the mid-20s. Yeah. Okay. And so what else are you... Um, that's that's it. Okay. All right. And I do know you sell Braille paper. I just oh, bought yeah. some there not too long and, ago. And we sell Braille on for your thermoform machine. And okay. we have thermoform machines. And uh, uh, we sometimes buy used thermoform machines. Okay. And uh, we refurbish them and uh, send them back out. Okay. And uh, so we have Braille labels that are adhesive-backed. We can Braille on them as single sheets, or we have a, a type called embossables that you can run through, uh, hook them up in your embosser and run off okay. lots of sticky labels if you uh, want. Okay. Oh, that sounds interesting. Could those be used uh, if a person wanted to do uh, Braille business cards? Could those be used and put them on, stick them to the back you of could, a business card? You could, but you'd have to cut them up, of course. Oh, okay. But certainly you could emboss yeah. information on it and then, you know, trim it up. Okay. It, it might be a lot of work, but it could be done. Okay. Okay. Because uh, that's one of those things that gets a little challenging sometimes. Yes, well, you know... And done by hand is a... It's a pain, yeah. A pain, yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. No, no, unfortunately not, so... Okay. All right. Anything else going on in the thermoform that we should... Can't think of anything at the moment. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great day. You too. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu. I hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week, and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu. Thank you.